I have to get so fucking clear on who I am and what I want that that's the work that's to be done. And I think the hardest thing for people to answer is who we are and what we really want. I feel like a lot of people have spent their whole lives like dumbing down their desires because they were checking the boxes that they thought they were supposed to check that society has given us the things that we are supposed to do. A lot of times it's really hard to really answer that question. I'll never forget the first time someone said, here, I'm going to ask you the magic wand question. If you have a magic wand and you can have anything in your life, what do you want? What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Just Realized podcast. It's Katie here, your host, your fave podcaster, your fave stylist. I am so happy to have you here with me today. I'm so grateful that you are checking out today's episode. And for everyone who's been on the ride, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And for everyone that's new, excited that you are here. My goal with this podcast is to just share knowledge and gems that I come across along the way and all the amazing women in my life who are doing the same thing because it is just a continuous journey of growth. So my goal is to just always share those things so that we can live super intentional lives and live exactly the way we want to live. And I really that believe that that begins with knowing yourself, which is something that for a long time, I just didn't even give myself permission to do. And that kind of, well, it basically is what today's episode is all about. Today's episode is all about confidence. And confidence is interesting to me because it's a word that gets thrown around a lot. It's a word that I think doesn't get enough credit. Like people are like, it's bigger than confidence. It's, you know, it's not confidence. It's something else. You know, I hear that a lot, especially with what I do around styling. Um, But it's the number one word I hear back from my clients is probably the number one thing they feel like they gain out of working with me is not new outfits. It's not looking good. It's an inner confidence that they have misplaced somehow along the way. And it's really easy to do when you get caught up in the daily do's and don'ts of life, right? So that's what today's episode is all about. And it's so funny, and I know you won't believe me, but this had started coming up for me in the last couple of weeks. And then I'm working with my marketing genius guru, and she was like, and she was like, you really, really need to do a workshop. What's the number one thing that you think your clients walk away with, like their biggest transformation? And I had such a hard time like pinning it down. But I went back and I went through my notes and I talked to some of my clients and I was like, I think the number one thing that these women walk away with is a newfound level of confidence. And we were talking and I was like, this is so funny because I personally have been thinking about this like so much recently. Like so many things have happened and shifted in our lives like with like health issues and my daughter and things going on and just all over the place. And I was just like, what does it always come back to? And it always comes back to confidence for me. So then that's how we got to the confidence starts with style workshop and I was like so funny because I was already planning out this episode and that's why I truly fucking love podcasting and being in this space is because it's always so aligned it's always so aligned with what is going on 
and what's going on in your life and what you need is the same thing that everyone around you needs and I love it so much. So today's episode is all about confidence, but my workshop, if you're interested in after today's episode, you're like, yes, I need all of this. The free workshop on confidence starts with style is September 15th. I can't talk, September 15th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's free, so go sign up. We're going to hop on Zoom. We're just going to chat. I'm just going to share some of the things that I take my clients through, the ahas that get them where they need to be, right? It really is nothing special that I'm doing. All I'm doing is holding space for these women and essentially giving them permission to come back to themselves. But When we invest in ourselves and when we do something for ourselves, what we're really doing is telling ourselves that we are worth it. And every time I've worked with anybody, whether it was a business coach, a life coach, like I was saying, my marketing director, no matter what it is, I have to get so fucking clear on who I am and what I want that that's the work that's to be done. And the same thing with our style. It's an expression of who we are. And I think the hardest thing for people to answer is who we are and what we really want. I feel like a lot of people have spent their whole lives like dumbing down their desires because they were checking the boxes that they thought they were supposed to check of the list of whatever the fuck, whoever made up this list that society has given us the things that we are supposed to do. And when someone asks you, what do you want? A lot of times it's really hard to really answer that question. I'll never forget the first time someone said, here, I'm gonna ask you the magic wand question. If you have a magic wand and you could have anything in your life, what do you want? And I was like, "Uh, to be happy. (laughs) Like I really had such a hard time answering this because I had realized I had never fucking given myself the time or space to think about what did I truly want? What does my dream life really fucking truly look like? And I really think that's the magic. And I think that's where the confidence comes in is when we know ourselves through and fucking through, confidence really starts to shine. So speaking of confidence, the funny thing is I didn't even have the confidence to do this workshop. And the reason it's so funny and you're like, why is it such a big deal? Like that whole story about her telling me I needed to launch this workshop is because she's been telling me that since January of 2021, (laughs) do a free workshop, teach people the skills, you know, tell people what you are doing so they can understand the gifts that you are bringing and how you can help them. And I was like, no, 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 I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it looks like. And it's so funny when I thought about that, I was like, it's funny that my very first workshop is on confidence when I didn't even have the confidence to do one and have been dragging my fucking feet on it for almost a year. But I am ready. I'm so ready. I think it's the perfect time. I'm so glad to be doing this in September. You guys know September, I just think it's a beautiful month. I think it's the real new year in the year. It's just such a great time for transition. It's such a great time to lean into ourselves. It's such a great time to just learn more about ourselves. So I'm very excited about that. And when I think back over this last year, I guess it's even been longer than a year now, Even if we just go back to the beginning of the pandemic, whatever that is for everybody, and obviously I can only speak to myself when I talk about this, is if the one thing that's gotten me through the pandemic and homeschooling and losing my job and starting a business and all the things that come through that, it's really been my own inner confidence. Every time I told someone I was starting a business and had to explain to them what it was, 
their fear would come up and it was my own inner confidence that I had, it was the only thing that I had to lean on to get through it. So when I really sat back and tried to think about what confidence means to me and how I cultivate it, I realized that it's kind of the daily habits that we do every day. But I want to take it a little step further than that. Like, what is true confidence? So there was one um, lady that I coached with and did a couple of like her programs. And she was really big on always looking up the true definition, like in the dictionary, Merriam-Webster definition of words that we just throw around all the time. And I thought that that was really cool. And I wanted to do that for confidence. So the Merriam-Webster definition of confidence is, quote, a feeling or consciousness of one's powers, end quote. How fucking powerful is that? But if I ask you to define confidence, I don't know if that's the word you would use. But now we know that the true definition is consciousness of one's powers, which I think is the biggest word there for me is consciousness. It's that we have to be aware of our powers. And awareness is the thing that has flipped my life upside down on its head, is the level of awareness I have in everything that I do all the time, even if it fucking sucks. It has been the one thing that has changed my whole life. So because this has been coming up a lot and it's been on my mind and I behind the scenes I've been thinking about doing this workshop, I started asking people like what's confidence mean to them? And a lot of times I got very similar answers. But two that came up a lot that I really, really liked was one said, one of my clients said, having my own back, that's what confidence meant to her. Someone else said, not trash talking myself and that voice in my head, letting it control me. And then someone else said, not breaking promises to myself. Oh my God, those are all such good definitions to, of what I think having confidence is. And I think those things are kind of like habits that we build to become aware, to build that consciousness of our own power. But you, but those words feel kind of heavy, right? Oh, I'm conscious of my own power. But to say something as simple as like, well, I don't talk shit about myself or have my own back. Like how fucking powerful is that? I just love it so much. So when I think about confidence, then the next layer that this brings up for me is, is it something that we're innately born with? Or is it a habit that we use to build all the time? Like, what do you think? My thoughts are, I think it's both. I think this is the power of and. There was definitely a point in my life when I was younger where I was super fucking confident. Like, I just came out the womb fucking confident, right? When I was young, and when I say younger, I mean like a child, I felt really, really confident in myself. I felt really, really confident in what I wanted. I felt really, really confident in what I thought I knew, which of course it was everything. And I, there was just never a doubt in my mind that I was going to grow up and be this amazing person. Like that's what I visualized in my head as a child all the time. Somewhere along the way that starts to go down or gets lost or gets buried or whatever the words are, right? And it pops up here and there. 
But now I believe that it's really a habit, right? Because there's been times in my life where I've been super confident about things when I really didn't have the skills or the expertise or whatever to be doing those things. And then there's times in my life where I haven't been as confident, but I probably have been better equipped than when I was in other points. And maybe that's just an up-leveling. Maybe that's because I was getting closer to my goals and dreams. Maybe that's because I'm an adult and I have more to lose. I didn't have kids yet when I had that level of confidence. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've had a different level of experience. You know, like I've done things. I've lost things. I've had great things. I've lost them. I've got them back. You know, you've learned so much. So I was really thinking about that, and I was thinking, like, I think it's a little bit of both. I think people are born with a level of confidence, and it's it slides depending person to person, and then I think our circumstances feed into that, and then I think as we get older and create that awareness of ourselves, then we really get the opportunity to build the habit. So I believe that true confidence in, is a muscle that we do have to Build. It's like, hey, we're all born with muscles. Some of us have stronger muscles than others, and some of them of us work our muscles out in different ways than others, and it creates different results. So I think it's kind of like that. I think it's a little bit of both. It's like, here's what you got. How are you going to work with it? So I think it's really cool. So I do think it's kind of like a habit. I'll never forget the day I was scrolling through social media, and a celebrity had a shirt on, and it says, confidence is a habit. And it really opened my mind up. And I was like, ooh, I don't know why that just stopped me in my tracks. And I still remember it to this day. I can't remember who it was that had it on. But I know, I think I probably even fucking shared it in my stories. But I just remember the shirt. I remember the font, everything about it. And it really just like shifted the way I thought about confidence. And I was like, ooh, is confidence a habit? Like, what can I do on a daily basis to build my confidence? right? So here's a little funny story. When I used to podcast, I used to do like shitloads of research and come up with notes and put my own thoughts around things and talk about them on the podcast. Then the more I got into podcasting, the more I just kind of did it, right? I was super comfortable with myself and I would just like talk about whatever the fuck I wanted to talk about, like whatever comes up. So this episode, I don't know if it's the timing of like, I had had this written down a month ago. So I don't plan my episodes per se, but I keep a little idea bank where topics come up for me. I stash it down in my idea bank for the pod. And then when I'm not doing interviews, I pop in and I pull out whatever really feels like it's on my heart. And most of the time I just riff on those topics, right? And then that's the podcast, essentially. So this time, I think I was a little bit more in my head because I was like, oh, it's a podcast about confidence, but to do a workshop about confidence, like this has to be so good and it has to be so like amazing and blow people's minds. And like, this is where I naturally live all the time. It's like nothing can be simple. Everything has to be over the top and so big, right? And I know that's kind of like a shadow side for me. It's like nothing's wrong with that. But also there's so much beauty and simplicity. And a lot of times I overlook that. So I was doing some research. I was like, you know, how do you build confidence? What does confidence mean? Really kind of started with just looking up the definition because that's what I was the most interested in was the definition. So the first site I landed on was Tony Robbins. And I mean, I don't follow a lot of his stuff to the T, but I 
some of his quotes, I think, are really powerful. And obviously, I know in the self-development space, I don't think you can be in the self-development space without knowing him or him being on a show of somebody you know, right? Or that you follow. So I started looking up, like, what did he say? So I looked at the first thing, which I absolutely fucking believe. And the first thing that he wrote honestly halted all my research because once I read the first thing that was on his list of how to build confidence, it actually gave me the confidence to just go through and come up with like my own tips on daily habits that build confidence. Like, what does that mean to me? And at the end of the day, I think a lot of our daily habits are the same that build all the same things, if that makes sense. I think this, a lot of the same habits that build confidence are a lot of the same habits that build positivity or manifesting good things in my life. I think the same habits that build gratitude, just things like that, if that makes sense. So the first thing is said on his site. And then after that, I was like, I just closed the laptop and I just started writing in my notebook. I handwrite all my podcast notes when I do podcast notes, but they kind of look like you wouldn't even know because <laughs> they're just like shorthand little notes. So like kind of keep me in a flow. But then I do that before a podcast and then I never really actually go back and look at them. It's like I have to write it down to get the flow in my mind and then somehow it just helps me flow once I turn it on maybe it's like photographic memory I'm not sure but the first thing he said was well I do have this part written down was to know your values and that struck me so hard and so deep because when I signed up and got a business coach when I didn't have a business (laughs) before the pandemic started I knew one day I wanted a business I knew there's something bigger for me but I joined a business group without a business because I was determined to get one, even though I had no fucking clarity, right? So it's like January 2020, no clarity. Okay, let us let me just mind you, frame this up for you. Join a business group in January 2020. Did not come up with business idea until November 2020, right? So this whole year, I'm working through this. But I remember, so I joined this group. We kick it off right after the pandemic starts, of course. And the first exercise that we do as a group was in knowing our values exercise. And it was really laying the foundation. And it really did open me up because once I got really fucking clear on what my values were as a person, then those values could shift into the foundation of my business. And I thought it was really interesting that his number one, like the the number one rule on how to build your confidence was to know your values. And I was like, this is so true. And this is kind of where I came back to myself. And I was like, this is why people feel like they don't have confidence or why, why, this is why our confidence wavers. Not that why we don't. This is why our confidence wavers is when we are not giving ourselves the space or time to get in tune with ourselves and know exactly what we want, our confidence wavers because we feel like we don't know what we want. And a lot of times, and I know you've done this too, I hear myself say, I don't know, what do you think? Or when someone says, what do you want? Like, I don't know, what do you want? I don't know, just tell me what I want. Like so many times I have felt that with a business coach. I was like, I don't know, just tell me what to do. Like I'm paying you, you just tell me what to do. But that's not how the shit works. (laughs) It's what do you want? But a lot of times we have to pay someone to take that fucking question serious so that we actually pay attention to what we do 
want. So I thought it was really interesting that that was his number one thing because I was like, yes, once you know your values, then everything after that just falls in place. Once that foundation is laid, all you do is build up from there. So if you're wondering what my values are, I can't remember. I had five. Well, I do remember what they are. So the five values that I wrote, and this was last year, and I really don't think they've changed at all. I would say that they're still exactly the same. Number one was vulnerability, which I think, I don't know if that's a value or an attribute or a gift, but I think showing up on this podcast and being completely vulnerable about where I'm at in my life is a value of mine. It's something I value a lot, something I value in other people because for so much of my life, I didn't see the vulnerability. And I think a lot of things can be vulnerable, not just bad things. I honestly think at this age, having fun is vulnerable for adults. It's something we just don't let ourselves do that much unless sometimes when alcohol is involved. It's like we need that. Not everybody, of course, but a lot of people identify with needing that to let their guard down a little bit. And that kind of gave me this realization that even having fun can be vulnerable. So vulnerability doesn't just always mean I'm willing to show you like my heart. It just means I'm in a about scary stuff. It's everything, not just bad things or scary things, but good things too. Authenticity. Oh my God, that's definitely a value of mine. I hate feeling like I'm not being authentic. I struggle with it really, really bad when there's things going on in my life that I'm trying to work through before I share them on the podcast. Sometimes I even feel like a fraud, even though I know it's not the right time to share those things. I value authenticity over almost anything because I just feel like that's truth, right? Like that's truth. That's who you are. And it's another piece of the learning that I feel like needs to be unlearned is like how we've all had to create this version of ourselves that we show up with in certain areas of our lives. And I hate that so much. Like I want it to be a space where like, this is me. This is, you know, you get what you get. Like if you don't like it, then choose somebody else. Like I really like cannot wait till we are getting to a space like that as a world where like we're really showing our authentic selves. Humor. Love and passion were my other ones. Humor, I fucking love humor so much. I think it's the one thing that I just think it's everything. I think it's the icebreaker. I think it's the thing that makes you feel better. I think it's the thing that's good when you're sad, when you're happy. I think it's just the thing. Passion, because I'm a passionate fucking person. (laughs) That's just how I show up, right? Go hard or go home. That's just me. I know that's not everybody, but that's just me. Like everything I do is passion. And if I don't feel fucking passionate about it, I'm not going to do it. Like that's just the space I exist in. That's just the energy that I'm built with. And then love, because love is fucking everything. It really fucking truly is. And that is my work to do, right? Is to genuinely show up in a space of love all the time for everybody. I'm trying really, really hard to love people for who they are and not who I think they should be or what I see in them as their potential and just love them for where they're at. So those are my values. So how we did this exercise, if you're wondering, you're like, this is great. Are we still talking about confidence or are we talking about values? (laughs) Is we had just sat and it was just a journaling exercise. And actually she had like a sheet of 50 different words and we just kind of sat there with them and like, which ones felt good to you? And then we, I jotted down like all the ones that felt good. 
And then I really had to narrow it down to like, what are the five things? Like if I can only have five things, what are they? And it helped me get really, really fucking clear on what my priorities are in life. So I truly believe to me that that is the like, you have to know yourself to be able to have your own back. You have to know yourself to not talk shit. You have to know yourself to be conscious of your own power. So you have to know yourself to embody true confidence. And I think that's how it really relates to the styling is because it is self-expression. It's all self-expression. So I'll walk you through how to do that in the workshop. But the second thing that really came up for me is like, okay, so I know my values. And I'd already mentioned this. It's self-awareness, right? So now I know my values or any exercise that you do where you just start to focus on yourself and what's important to you. Then you just start to build this like general awareness. And for me, that always has come through journaling. If the one thing I have been the most consistent with during my self-development journey, definitely wasn't meditating, even though I'm trying all the time, but it's been journaling. That's how I've resolved so many of my feelings (laughs) and or talking. To me, journaling, whether I'm writing journaling, audio journaling, like I do in the podcast, whatever, that's how I've processed so many of my feelings and became aware of so many of my emotions, my likes, my dislikes, but it's just being so fucking hyper aware of how you feel all the time and start with like what feels good, like constantly chase what feels good. And when things don't feel good, just take note of them and know that that doesn't feel good because there's something the opposite of that that does feel good. And that's how I've really tried to build my awareness over this last year. And I mentioned Abraham Hicks on a different, I think it was a self-love style edit. That has really helped me develop an awareness of myself like no other. And I really think that's your foundation for confidence is like knowing your values, being super fucking self-aware. Because again, how can you be conscious of your own powers if you're not aware of your likes, your dislikes, your values, um, your just emotions, how you operate, like what triggers you? Oh, that I did a whole episode about like treasure hunting triggers. And like every time I got triggered, why is this triggering me? Now I've gotten pretty good at it that when I'm triggered, I can just most of the time I have two people that I go to every time and I say, hey, this is bothering me. I think I know why. Hear me out. Can I talk it through? Boom, we're done. And that's become a habit by itself. But all of those things, like you have to know all of those things. Okay. I would say next on my list is positivity. Positivity is actually where my journey started because I didn't know about knowing my values. I didn't really know what self-awareness was when I really, really started the baby steps of self-development. All I know is I was going through a really fucking hard time in life. I had two kids and one of them was going through a lot of fucking medical stuff and it had me fucking flipped up on my head. It really did. I had so many things in my life just twisted. And I was like, how the fuck do I navigate this? And it started with a Google search. And I don't know what I typed in, but the very first word was positivity. And that was the journey of it. And for me, positivity is like surrounding myself with people who are positive, meaning like pulling away from people who like to complain. Because I'll be honest with you, I am negative camp, right? I used to be 
in the not positive camp. Like I was always looking for the negative things. Like I was just a negative person. I have to work really fucking hard and be super, super conscious of my thoughts and be aware because if I'm not, I will slip into negativity. That's just like where my default mode has been for so long that I'm constantly having to check myself to make sure I don't fall back there. So for me, that really started with surrounding myself with people who are more positive-minded, who think positive, who try to, you know, do positive things. Like I said, exercise, journal, meditate, whatever that is for them, and get really fucking clear on those people. And just recently, I had read in the Rachel Rogers book, where I think it was Rachel Rogers, I'm pretty sure, where she said that she does an audit of the people around her to make sure that those people are the type of people that she wants to be because we really do start to take on habits and things of people who influence us. And the five closest people to you are your biggest fucking influence. So for me, that was my first step on positivity was like, who's around me? How do I fix that? And then affirmations. Affirmations was definitely how I built my positivity muscle. Affirmations, mantras, whatever you want to call it. And I would say them repeatedly. And then even after I lost my job and I was decided to take on the business, that's how I got through nights where I couldn't fucking sleep was affirmations over and over and over. But all of those things eventually build the confidence because if you tell yourself something enough times, you really fucking start to believe it. Then I think it really just comes down to, well, knowing yourself, really working on this positive mindset, taking care of yourself physically, moving your body. Don't You don't have to be a fucking supermodel, weightlifter, whatever, but just moving your fucking body. Just period. Just love on your body a little bit. Celebrate yourself. Let's celebrate ourselves. You guys know that's something I'm super, super big on. When I first started the podcast, and I had no fucking idea, I probably need to get back to it. When I first started this, the number one thing I would always do is my fuck yes Fridays in Facebook, which I have not been in in a month is I would celebrate myself and I would call out three things I did in that week. And God knows if that didn't build my fucking confidence to keep this podcast going when it started. I can't, I don't know what else did. Sometimes people will comment back and tell me what they did. Sometimes people would like it. Sometimes no one would do shit. (laughs) But I held myself accountable to show up there every single week. And I did that. And I think celebrating ourselves on a daily basis helps build confidence in a way that you did not know. Because if you are like me and you think it's not amazing unless you're moving heaven and earth, then you will never give yourself the credit that you deserve for the things that you do get done. I am notorious for not giving myself credit for the amazing things I do in a day if they are things that I don't feel like are above and beyond. Like I will never give myself credit for getting through a day, just an easy breezy day. I feel like I do now, but prior to that, I felt like if I didn't like do the biggest thing or have the biggest day or do something new or hit a milestone that it wasn't worth celebrating. And I know there's a ton of people like me, right? It doesn't always have to be a milestone. Celebrate that you didn't yell at your kids. Celebrate that it was just an easy, regular day that you got through it. You weren't overtired. You didn't burn yourself out. Maybe you made better eating choices, you passed up the donuts, whatever the fuck it was, like celebrate those things every day. I'm a little out of schedule right now because school started, but 
I have a notebook, a dedicated notebook that I keep in the closet at the end of the workday that I try to write down like three amazing things that happen for the day. And it it's kind of like the balance to my morning. In the morning, I write down things I'm grateful for, my goals, all of that. And then in the afternoon, I try to celebrate myself and really, really do that. And that has helped me build a level of confidence that I just can't even explain. If, if I had to say one thing out of all the things, obviously knowing yourself, because it's hard to have your back if you don't know yourself. But if you needed a very physical, tangible next step, write down three things that you're proud of every single day that you did, and you will shift like no other. Like no other. It will be amazing. But one thing that came up, and I mentioned this in the beginning of the episode, and this came up on a podcast interview that I did with Chelsea Rife when her and I were talking and the most recent episode that her and I've done, because we've done quite a few different episodes. And she said to me, well, when I think of confidence, to me, it's not breaking promises to myself. And I thought, fuck, that hit me like right in the heart. And I think that one hit me right in the heart because I'm really good at setting intentions. I'm really good at making goals. But sometimes I'm not really good at sticking to them, even when I know that that thing will ultimately make me feel better. And the number one space I think about this, probably when she said it, but definitely right now, is I will, I write out and plan my weeks every fucking Sunday. I write down the things I want to get done, my goals, my intentions for the week. And I've been doing this for a while. I'm really good at knowing exactly how fucking long certain things take. Yes, some days I overschedule myself, but for the most part, I've gotten really, really intentional. And I know that there's only three things I'm going to get done today, period, right? Like we can come up with a list of six if you want, but it's just not going to happen. But the one place I always lose it is mindless scrolling on Instagram. If I am an ounce of a funk or distrust in myself, I do the mindless scroll on Instagram, and that's where I get myself every time. So when I think of breaking a promise to myself, I have set rules around social media and detoxing and allowing myself space to be with myself, to feel my feelings, to journal, whatever, to get clear with myself. When I break that rule to myself, and I'm just using social media as an example because I think it's tangible, that's the one time where I really feel it, and I maybe not maybe. That's the one time I really feel it and I'm disappointed in myself. So when she said to me, confidence to me is not breaking promises to myself, that just really, really hit me right in the gut. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. That's what having your back is, is when you don't break a promise to yourself. So whether that's a boundary that you set for yourself, a boundary you've set with someone else, I think that's why boundaries have become such a hot buzzword is because when we break those boundaries, we really are breaking that promise to ourselves. And if we're doing that, we're slowly degrading our inner confidence. So that's like all my thoughts on confidence. I think it's amazing. I think it's a special habit that we can build daily. I think it ebbs and flows in all of our lives, but I also think that no matter what, we can always build on it and we can always do new things to make that muscle stronger and come up with unique ways. I truly believe that it's building that strong foundation of knowing who you are, giving yourself space, investing in yourself because you are fucking worth it and just knowing that 
that is how you always do it. And that's how you always come back to yourself. I've never once like invested in something for myself and not gotten a new level of confidence out of it. Never, right? Meaning invested time into myself, money into myself, space, any of that. Never, right? So I would love to know what you think confidence is, what your definition of confidence is. You have to DM me and let me know. I'm like creating a list of what people think confidence means to them. And if you don't want to do that, then join the workshop with us and tell me there, because it's really going to be all about getting clear. I'm going to create space for everyone to get clear, take you through some exercises, share some tangible steps that will help you, obviously, how to create a confidence closet, a, a closet that you can feel confident in, how to start every day with that, helping you feel confident with your clothes, being a reflection of the inner confidence that you feel inside is going to be so amazing. It's an hour of us jamming, me, you, other like-minded women. It's going to be amazing, sacred space. You guys know my values, right? Vulnerability, authenticity, passion, humor, and love. I plan on instilling nothing but into the workshop. So join us September 15th, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, baby. What a fun way to spend your lunch break from my East Coasters. And I will talk to you soon. Follow me on Insta at Katie Allen Stylist for all the details. That's where I've been dropping most of the details. Or sign up on my website and register for the actual workshop. Katie just styled backslash style confidence is how you sign up for the workshop to reserve your seat so you can get the code for Zoom. I probably should have started the whole fucking episode with that. <laughs> and I will see you guys on the other side. Bye.